Well, hello, all you beautiful chicks and dudes of all sorts. This is Suave Rob Suarez, the bitchin' double X daredevil star of Suave Rob's amazing ass-saving association, here with another ass-saving tip, totally free from me to you, to help you save your ass so you can live to sit another day. Now, back in the day, when dudes were dudes, this one dude, Benchmark Bob, buddy of mine, he had this little accident. He tried frying up an egg when he was totally hammered, so he washed a pan, then didn't dry it, then put a shitload of butter in it, then turned on the heat. Well, when you do that, chicks and dudes, the water makes the oil go splatso all over your own personal face. And good old Benchmark got his bench marked, if you know what I mean. Like, when he took his apron away from his face, it looked less like a face and more like someone had stepped on a pepperoni pizza. I don't like to think about it. But that goes to show you, you know? Always dry your pans before you put oil in them, man. Especially if you're frying an egg. Want to know where I learned all this gonzo shit? I got it all done up pretty for you in Suave Rob's Double X Daring Do, the first book of Suave Rob's Awesome Adventures by J. Daniel Sawyer. Come share the awesomeness with me, my brothers, because you never know. The ass you save may be your own. Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 1030. Today we hear from Charles, who asks... As a story planner, I hear about writing out your beats for your story. Sure, put the beats on the sheet, but what is a beat exactly? How many beats are in a short story, a novella, in a novel? Are there different beats for different genres? How often does a beat hit the pages? Every three pages? Five? Every chapter? Who knows? Maybe an idea for a future series or a super long episode, depending on how froggy Dan is feeling and how much he wants to jump. You say that, and yesterday I discovered that we have frogs on the land. Really beautiful little tree frogs. Um, Kitty hasn't seen one yet, but she's going to totally go nuts when she does. They're gorgeous, and they got lots of personality. I'll probably adopt. Probably. And you'll probably farm them for their legs. Because you're Japanese and you do that kind of thing. Oh, you, you know the, the second grocery store I found in that other town? Mm-hmm. They sell frog legs. Dude! In trays. In, in oh, we got to get some and try them And I'm like, dude. I haven't had them since I was really, really little, and I don't remember how they are. All right, so a beat sheet is a basically a list of the different points the story has to pass through in order for the story to work. That's it. If you're doing uh, formula... Uh, formula genres like romance, there is a prescribed beat sheet which you then embellish for each book. There's the meet cute, there's the first kiss, there's the first sex, there's the um, reversal between uh, where, where life pulls them apart, there's the uh, major adversity that they have to struggle through together, there's the, reun- there's the reunion, and there's the happily ever after. Um, in The Hero's Journey, 
there's the 12 uh, there's the 12 event beat sheet and I can never remember what it is so you know go look it up on Wikipedia we'll link it we'll link to it in the st- show notes you'd think I could remember it because I wrote a whole book on a, a genre that requires the hero's journey as part of its beat sheet but no I don't remember <laughs> I wrote it down so I wouldn't have to remember <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down in my diary so I wouldn't have to remember um, but um those are your beats in a macro sense. In a micro sense, if you're planning out a scene, the beats are the waypoints through which the scene must pass. Um, it's all related to the structure of the story, the structure of the scene, and, um, and the events that have to happen to move the story forward. That's basically it. It's what you would put... Beats are what you would put on... In a macro sense, are what you would put on scene cards. Scene 1, X. Scene 2, X. Scene 3, X. Or an or, outline if you were an outliner. Right. Or it, it couldn't... It might not even be scene 1, scene 2, and scene 3. It might be um, scene 1... Uh, act 1 needs X, X, and X to happen. Act 2 needs Y, Y, Y to happen, etc. Um, or they're your major points on the outlines. And then in a scene... If you're doing it right, each scene is basically a self-contained short story that might have the beginning or the end cut off. And so there's a similar structural flow within every scene, even if it's only two sentences long or two paragraphs long. You can still fit a whole story into a sentence or a couple of paragraphs. So one of the best ones I ever heard was um, was two sentences. Uh, let me see if I, I can't remember it verbatim, but um, the one of... Uh, line one was, let me out, let me out, it's dark in here, I can't stand it, I'm so claustrophobic, I'm terrified, I'll do whatever you want. And line two is, do you promise, Daddy? <laughs> and it was told better than that, it was a chilling little short story. But two, two short paragraphs has implicit in it an entire story arc. So... But that's what your beats are. And uh, it's actually not... I, don't, I wouldn't know how to do a really long episode or even a really long... Or especially a really long series on it. Because a beat is just that. It's the structural and plot and character waypoints that you have to hit as you're going through for your story to work. It's called a beat because the beat in music is what sets the time, the tempo, the rhythm and the expectations of the audience going forward. And, of course, if you get into screenwriting, it's all it gets even more confusing because beat in screenwriting means both all of these things and a short pause between lines of dialogue. There's beat, there's pause, and there's long pause. And there are three, they're actually defined lengths of pauses. They're directions for actors. So, um... In my mind, what the way I learned that is because I used to be a drummer. Is I would you know I'd be writing blah 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 when I write a script blah 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 beat. And in my mind, that would be uh, I would hear a drum beat and see someone's head turn. So like there was something that happened that made the dynamic of the scene changed inside the head of the character, and that was reflected in my head with the uh with the change of rhythm in a song so that's what i got for you 
hopefully it's enough. Ah, if it's not, please send in follow-up questions uh, interrogating any little piece of this, and I'll see if I can't plumb the depths of my twisted little psyche and get you more value for money here. <laughs> but thank you very much for sending it in, and we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners. Join the conversation, submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat, or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you. Dateline. The future. Humankind stretches out to the stars. Maybe they go on generation ships. Maybe they live on space stations. Maybe terraforming bases dominate the worlds of tomorrow. In these hostile places, only two things seem certain. With people come conflicts. And in manufactured environments, the wrong kind of conflict will damage your air supply. So forget regular guns, needle lasers, ray guns, and anything else that can screw up your habitat. I want stories where the violence and conflict depend on ingeniously adapting ancient weapons to future environments, where this technological shift solves old social problems and creates new ones, and where cultures and religions arise around those weapons and provide them contexts, both accepted and outlaw, within their societies. Give me swashbucklers, knife fighters, booby trappers, baton wielders, pirates, mafiosos, Robin Hoods, cops, priests, robbers, fugitives, and assassins. Give me swords in space. This is a paying market. Submit your story to editor at everydaynovelist.com. Be sure to use the phrase swords in space in the subject line. 8,000 words maximum, 2,000 words minimum. See you on the slush pile.